Welcome to the My Chicago Podcast. I'm Carrie Rubin, your host. I stumbled upon today's featured business on Instagram. It had a clever name, a good cause, and a fun look and feel to it, so I reached out to invite them to be on the podcast. In this episode, Ludlow Charlington's coffee shop owner, Naji L. Auer, shares why he ventured to open the shop at the beginning of August, how the shop got its name, and why they share 50% of their merchandise sales proceeds with the FCACC, or the Friends of Chicago Animal Care and Control. We also talk about the conscious sourcing and sustainability efforts of their business, which is very admirable. I stopped by earlier this week to stop by the shop located at 2425 North Clark Street to snap some photos and grabbed an iced single-origin coffee. I thoroughly enjoyed both the shop and my drink. So grab a mug, have a listen to my interview with Naji from Ludlow Charlington's. Welcome to the podcast, Naji. I'm so excited to have you here and learn more about your business. I mean, there's tons of coffee shops in the city, but some of the things that you got going on there are kind of unique. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about the business and why you started it. Absolutely. Um, So yeah, we are a coffee shop here, but as you said, we do have a unique theme to us. Uh, We are kind of styled as like an old-timey British pub with uh, portraits of dogs all around. Um, Our logo is a a pit bull, which is actually me and my wife's pit bull, uh, which we got at the uh, shelter here in Chicago, CACC. Um, And so, yeah, we we wanted to kind of go with a theme uh, revolving around these dogs uh, to raise awareness for uh, the cause that we're promoting, which is uh, we work with FCACC, which is Friends of Chicago Animal Care and Control, um, or Control and Care. I always get the two words uh, (laughs) flip-flopped. But yeah, um, it's a a great charity organization that gives directly to CACC, which... um, you know, we when we got our dog there uh, back in January 2019, um, you know, we were there and realized how short-staffed they were, how underfunded they were. Um, it's nothing but pit bulls there, which are hmm. the sweetest dogs in the world, but they have this bad reputation they for do. being aggressive or, you know, all this stuff. But really, when, when you have them at home, they're like the sweetest dogs imaginable um Mm -hmm. super friendly playful uh loyal all that so yeah you know uh we were gonna take our dog or take the dog to be uh on a walk to try to see if uh we liked her and it took about 20 minutes to even get someone uh to bring her out of the cage and uh, show her to us it was just uh you know just one of those things where we realized how understaffed they were. Um, you know, you hear so much about PAWS and like these other organizations get, get a lot of the, uh, you know, publicity, a lot of awareness, but not so much the city shelter, which is also unfortunately a kill shelter. Mm. So, um, you know, the more dogs that get adopted, the less dogs that get euthanized. So, I guess it's our goal to kind of use our platform as a, as a business to raise money for them so that they have, uh, so they can fund it better, better for staffing and like medical, uh, things, equipment, all that stuff. Um, but also to 
raise awareness for them so that maybe next time someone's thinking about adopting a dog, they go look at a shelter dog there instead of maybe, you know, one of the more uh, popular ways of getting it like a puppy from a breeder or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's uh, we're, we're trying to use our platform for that. So I guess that's the unique uh, aspect. To yeah. What we are here. yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. So when did you open the coffee shop? We opened uh, last Monday, uh, August 2nd. So, Oh my gosh. So you're like brand new. Very, very new. Yes. <laughs> so what made you decide to open a coffee shop? Um, so, uh, long story, uh, but I'll try to make it short. Um, I was actually working in the film business for about the last seven to eight years. So completely different from this. Um, I wanted to, uh, get out of it for a few reasons. Um, one of them being my wife and I are, are trying to start a family. Um, we were now we're actually expecting a child in a few weeks. That's exciting. (laughs) Um, The end of this month. Yeah. My wife's 37 weeks pregnant right now. So, uh, any, any day now. Um, (laughs) so yeah, I wanted, uh, to have a more reliable schedule, uh, more, uh, predictable so I could be there to help out with anything that comes up. And with my old job, it was just one of those things where I don't know what time I'm starting work uh, or where I'm going to be working until the night before. Oh, that's um, hard. I, yeah. I don't know when I'm going to be out of work until they literally tell me, okay, we're done. Mm-hmm. So I could, it could be a, uh, 10 hours it could be 12 hours 13 like it, you know you never know so it's like if i'm gonna need to pick the kid up from school or if i'm gonna need to be there for a doctor's appointment i couldn't with that so i personally wanted to uh create i guess more control in my own life um obviously with starting a new business there's <laughs> other responsibilities that's not a small undertaking at all yeah there's other responsibilities that come with that so uh i guess you trade off one for the other but right. yeah um so that was kind of the main reason um and so uh yeah coffee shop you know uh coffee lover uh my wife is too um it's uh the type of business that doesn't require as much capital to start as a lot of other businesses like Mm -hmm. if you're opening a full-scale restaurant or something of that nature so it's it was a lot more doable um you know we had we've both worked in the service industry plenty before i had uh worked at a place a small place i had an espresso machine before um so i I learned a, a little bit of that, but honestly, uh, learned a lot of bad habits. <laughs> from it. But, um, I've been, uh, you know, improving my skills, but we have a, a lot of great experienced baristas here working, um, all of them phenomenal, uh, so far. And, you know, they, they handle anything our customers throw at them with ease. So very cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I noticed on your website, you have, you have sustainability as something that's important to you. So tell me about the vendors that you chose. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, I'll start off from, uh, the coffee, uh, itself. We work with counterculture coffee. Um, they are based out of North Carolina. They do have a hub here in Chicago though. Um, they have probably some of the friendliest, most helpful staff you could imagine. 
Um, they really helped pull through everything throughout the entire uh, course of getting the place up and operational. But one of the things that drew us to them is the fact that they work with a lot of small farms and co-ops um, in different countries uh, from like Ethiopia, Honduras, all, all the major coffee producing uh, countries. And um, one of the things that they offer is uh, a vast collection of single origin roasts, which are uh, beans that come from one co-op or one farm, mm -hmm. um, often uh, owned by like a family, like very, you know, small places, not these massive, you know, farms mm -hmm. that are corporate run. And so um, really liked that about them. They, I believe they are B Corp certified. I, I would have to look it up before you know yeah. to be 100% sure but I'm, I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. I know they were going for that at least um and they make sure to provide a sustainable uh uh wage for all the coffee beans that they uh source from those uh farms and co-ops um yeah and then also uh I work with a distributor in town here for our uh paper products you know disposables um they uh they're called the Onyx Corporation, uh, mm -hmm. the Onyx Company, I believe. Sorry, um, and uh, they offer a lot of sustainable options, uh, such as for cleaners, uh, plant-based uh, cleaners like Eco uh, Ecologic. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have a lot of a lot of those things. Um, currently, we're we're having supply chain issues. So is our, it? Everybody is. You're not everybody, alone. Everybody. So like right now, like half of our disposable products are compostable, biodegradable. The other half are just what we could get with our yeah. friendly paper, like recycled material. But um, they're trying to work on it. And they think probably by October, uh, hopefully, we'll be back to normal mm -hmm. uh, and be able to have all uh, compostable, bi uh, biodegradable type products mm -hmm. here. Yep. Yeah. And then your, your milk, you're sourcing from a nearby oh, milk farm thank too, you. right? Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. We, our distributor we work with is Natural Direct and they get their milk, their dairy from Kilgis Farms, which mm -hmm. is uh, nearby. And I really liked uh, about them that they have like open pastures for their cows as opposed to like having them, you know, in these small, tight, little enclosures mm -hmm. uh side by side by side like some of these dairy farms are um so yeah that was like it was very refreshing to see that they they treat their animals with respect and yeah. uh offer them a, a good uh you know living environment so that they're not miserable <laughs> while they're producing milk yeah or, absolutely that's super important absolutely. now since you're uh fairly new. This might not be an applicable question, but I'm curious if the <laughs> pandemic has had any impact on you opening your business or anything like that. I would say absolutely. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it was a long uh, rocky road to get the business open. We'll say that um, it started out with delays from uh, the permitting side of things mm. in the city. Like, uh, just processing times were insane. Um, and then getting inspectors out to the site oh, right, throughout yeah. the course of construction. So um, 
those you know those little delays here and there they just add up over time especially and... if you're paying rent for the space and you're not getting any oh, money yeah. coming in right <laughs> oh yeah trust me yeah it, it it adds up fast and then you know uh we we even ran into like some supply chain issues with like our lumber that we were trying to source oh yeah and that yeah, the price like, got jacked up hugely yep. price and even like sourcing some of like the trim and stuff like it, it's it's shocking the type of things that you just wouldn't be able to find <laughs> right yeah. yeah it's impacted a lot of things in a lot of ways we weren't anticipating yeah yeah so we've talked a lot a lot of things anything last things you want to share about your business before we get into your nominations um you know uh i guess just an overview of our business you know we're we try to be more of like a traditional style coffee shop offer like all of the, the classic uh, coffee drinks, espresso drinks, uh, stuff like that. We also have uh, teas for people that aren't coffee drinkers, matcha, chai, iced tea, hot tea, all of that. So we try to be accommodating. Uh, we work with a great uh, bakery who delivers pastries fresh every day, um, La Fournette Bakery in town. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, I, we already covered our our cause and, you know, really trying to raise awareness for that as well. So, um, yeah. I love it. And the, is the name of the coffee shop the name of your dog? <laughs> it's funny. Um, our dog's name is Cora. C-O-R-A. Okay. <laughs> um, the name of the coffee shop, Love Boat Charlington's, is, uh, it started off as kind of a joke between my wife and one of her friends. They were sitting around having a few drinks uh, one one night, and uh, they were like, you know, we should open uh a doggy daycare that's also a bar and a coffee shop <laughs> so people can come in the morning get coffee drop their dogs off come later pick their dogs up have a have a beer that's cool uh, that's a cool idea was, like <laughs> but i'm like, sure the uh, complexity of opening a business that does yeah. that would be too much <laughs> i was like i don't know if the uh department of health would be so keen on having a doggy daycare in the back of a of you know food establishment but, right right um yeah so anyway uh they were coming up with names and uh, uh, at the time before it was before we ma- were married, her initials were LC, her friends mm-hmm. initials were LC and they're like throwing out LC names and Ludlow Charlington's was one that my wife threw out and it stuck. And when it was there time to start this, <laughs> we went with it. <laughs> I love it. That's yeah. so fun. What a great story. <laughs> All right. Hit me up with your nominations. All right. Well, I would like to keep it local for the nominations. Uh, you know, this whole block that we're on has been super accommodating to us. So uh, I, I want to nominate uh, Pizzeria Nostra, Pizza mm-hmm. Nostra, uh, right down the street, Title Boxing, uh, Stray Hen, and mm-hmm. uh, Lincoln Park Food and Liquors, all on the 2400 block of North Clark. Um, all great uh, business owners, really nice people. And they all offer great products in their own way. So, awesome. Yeah. A nice, diverse bunch and all Absolutely. local to you. I love it. Absolutely. Thanks so much for being here. Yeah. Thank you, Carrie. I appreciate you giving me the time to talk about our business. Yeah. Super cool. Thanks so much for listening. You can find links to and addresses for Najee's nominated businesses at mychicagopodcast.com forward slash Ludlow dash Charlington's or by visiting the podcast social media pages on Instagram and Facebook at My Chicago Podcast. 
If you're a Chicago small business and would like to be on the show, please drop me a line on social media or on my website at mychicagopodcast.com forward slash B dash A dash guest or give a like and follow on social media at mychicagopodcast and I may just hit you up like I did with Najee. And last but not least, be sure to visit Najee and the Ludlow Charlington's team and grab yourself a single origin coffee at 2425 North Clark Street in Lincoln Park. Thanks again. Have a great week.